0: The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve and your feelings they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I had to say it. Today joining me I have Jordan aka the gnome from Dad's on Daquil. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself?
1: <laughs> it's me. It's the gnome. I'm going to be a angry fucker like I always am just in a different manner with you. <laughs> so fantastic. <laughs> um yeah, so I appreciate the offer to come on. It's a different realm than what we dive into. Um, I know you've listened to us. We've had you on our show, and we dive into the comedy. Our, our big thing when we started was we wanted to keep um, laughter and fun and keep people away from all the bullshit, because that's all we hear and see and deal with every single day. You can't, you can't escape it. So
0: That's very true, and it's admirable. I, I like laughter and fun. That's why I listen to you guys, because... I am more cranky and angry and yelly, (laughs) but for me, it's a check valve. And that's why I started having other people come on. I'm like, you know what? This is therapeutic for me. I'm going to give other people the opportunity to vent their spleens too. And uh, yeah, so far it's mostly devolved into (laughs) bullshit sessions, but (laughs) that's okay. one of these days I'm going to get somebody on here that's really going to have an ax to grind and I'm just going (laughs) to sit back and sip my scotch and be like yeah that's what it that yeah get them <laughs> so that being said uh for for the folks that just to kind of do my usual like yeah you know they are here jordan is here i have endorsed his show part previously i will do it again uh at some point i will be trying to get josh on here just so i can claim the hat trick <laughs> um but Seeing as you guys have issues getting them wrangled, <laughs> I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> uh, at some point, I will try and get you guys on here as a collective thing too, because I think that could be fun. Um, well, that'd be fun interesting for, for me, at least. Like, all right, I mean, I may be, you know, poking the the hornet's nest with that one. Like, come on, guys, let's let's have controversial arguments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, is stirring up shit. You know, like, you know what AJ told me? He told me he, when he's recording, he has to turn down the screen because the glare from your head's blinding the fuck out of him. Well, how do you feel about that, Josh? And just, yeah. I, you I, have to I give him the look my, up from his phone long enough to, to reply. That seems fair. I, now, on the other hand, I feel like I could also commiserate with him because I can't spell worth a fuck either. And I, I did catch him on the Bleach Bros where... I was I I actually felt vindicated because I could spell a couple words both those guys couldn't spell I'm like fuck yeah I'm yeah not the dumbest person I know
1: uh, I mean B word did turn up the heat pretty quick on them with some words I was like you got you started slow but then you went to a hundred real fast yeah with those that,
0: guys there was a cu- couple of couple of little lobs there to get them feeling secure about themselves and then then he brought the heat it's just yep. Just uh, let them rip, and that was actually, like I said, for me listening, that made me feel good because I'm like, I know how to spell that one. I could have won this competition. Yes, but that's not something I make public knowledge. As I spell like a differently abled third grader, so. (laughs) uh...
1: Yeah. So you said earlier, this is this reminds me. This is a good story. Um, If. People haven't listened to the Dads on Daquil podcast. This story was briefly told in last week's episode, but uh, this is what it's like dealing with Josh, the Dome. So he's not a solid reader, and he is a heart of gold. He will do anything for you. That being said, he commits to way too much in his life and just can't figure it out sometimes. And so about a week ago, we got an offer to go on another podcast, which we did last Friday. So we'll rewind two weeks then, right? So I text him on a Tuesday and said, hey, are you guys cool with doing this? Blah, 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 blah. Yep, sounds great. Just let us know time and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, it'll be on February 4th. Mind you, this is a week prior to that. And then the next day I said, hey, they reached back out to me. They want to do this time for us. Does that work? This is on Wednesday, 24 hours later. The same night that Josh was going to be recording with the Bleach Bros. He goes, I can't tonight. I have prior plans. <laughs> I said, well, that's a good thing that I said February 4th yesterday and you guys acknowledged that. So it's still going to be on February 4th at this exact time. Does that work for you still? Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> like, that's that's a weekly occurrence dealing with Josh
0: and it's, it's comical. Yeah. I, I mean, I, obviously I don't know him as well as you guys do, but I do admire him. He seems like a really decent fella, and he is. I uh, I appreciate listening to you guys every week, and I and uh, but at the same time, I'm still waiting on my stickers from fucking 2019. So that
1: would be Josh. <laughs> that would be Josh. He's got oh, all. Yeah, the stickers. I'm, I'm fully aware who it is. <laughs> Like I said he overcommits and underdelivers. Yeah, <laughs> I uh
0: actually at this point I'm fine with not having him cuz I got the other stuff I got from you guys when I did the, had won the little con- the merch. contest thing, the yeah. merch contest. So I'm totally cool. by the way, thanks again thanks again for that by the way. Uh Yeah, awesome. sorry the T public fucked that one. <laughs> nah, <up. laughs> I don't I'm not blaming you. Fuck them. But um but yeah, I kind of like the fact that I still got something to just give him shit about periodically like and he's just like, "Fuck you! You're not getting them." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want them at this point. I'm, I'm actually happier roasting you about it because, uh, yeah, why the fuck not? Right? <laughs> a little, little petty never hurt anybody. It's just some, something, to, something, something to, to give them grief about, and it makes me happy. Excellent. But, uh, yeah. And uh, oh, that being said, I, I, I have taken a slight inspiration. I'm going to be doing my own little contest here. If you guys want to enter it, it'll be awesome. I haven't figured out how I'm gonna do it exactly yet, but Oh yeah, uh, I'll for sure I, enter it. I uh I I did a poll on Twitter and Instagram and everything and Trivia Contest was far and away the big winner. Like I, I was surprised I actually got like between the two platforms over a hundred votes and That's good. Like seventy something were for Trivia Contest. And I'm like now nah, all right, that's not the one I was expecting to win. I was actually thinking about doing like a kind of like a scavenger hunt kind of thing. Like I was going to put a whole bunch of different shows and like find me out this information from this show. And I was going to use like I was going to ask everybody's permission, of course. But like I was going to use you guys and Mm -hmm. Bleach Bros and Bub and Gobs and uh, probably, you know, everybody that's like Road Rooster affiliated and not that seems like lots going on with that lately but uh, but i uh, but i digress and i um, just some other random shows i've been interacting with like sending somebody like you have to go listen to this episode of this show and that way i could get a lot of interaction with everybody else and i thought that was a pretty cool idea but i didn't want it just to be like this is what i'm doing and if you fuckers don't like it you don't have to play so i was like i want i want engagement people vote on this shit tell me what i should do and so apparently i'm doing a trivia contest which <laughs> I'm trying That's to figure out how I can work that into like, am I going to make it trivia related to shows? I'm mean, like, right. You know, I guessed it on this show uh, for th- this episode, <laughs> go listen to their third episode and tell me their second co-host's name. What? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> uh, but, but I digress. <laughs> That's uh, like I said, I, I'm going to try and do something cool and give away a prize pack kind of deal. Cause that'd be cool. Um, uh, I'm actually working on getting some other merch ideas. I I do have. Did you? That reminds me. I sent you guys the new sticker collection that I did.
1: You know, oh. I I don't know. The last thing I got from from you was I think you sent them to AJ, and when he came down at Halloween, he had a bunch of, uh, or was it Josh that had them? One of them had them, and I know it was on Halloween, I, I was and saying, whoever I think it, had them brought. I think
0: them. it might have been AJ. I, th- I think it was AJ. I guess I sent them to AJ. I think so. I, I, I couldn't help myself because the the whole Aaron for president thing started because of him. So I was like, <laughs> I put it on a sticker. You get to have it first. Then,
1: yeah, I I definitely have those because he uh, he brought them down for Halloween
0: last cool. year and gave Josh and I a bunch of them. So, all right, groovy. That's good. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm completely like derailing things, but it, it occurred to good. me where I was like, I think I sent you guys the most recent stuff I have, and yeah, that's that is it. Because like I said, it was. I don't know why the whole Aaron for president thing makes me laugh. And, uh, <laughs> and I have a few people that are like saying it now and I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's on a t-shirt. Motherfucker. Go, <laughs> go buy something. I've seen you <laughs> say that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel weird doing it though. Cause I'm like, yeah, you know, this, I mean, this is still my hobby and this is still how I vent my spleen about all the dumb motherfuckers that are out there. This is how I, don't have a coronary on, on the highway, on my way to work in the morning. Because mm-hmm. if I'm just like, save it, save it for the show, save it for the show. You know, if your mother's fucked the way you drive, you wouldn't be here. You piece of shit. And then, you know, <laughs> I then I mean, I'm off to the races. Um, I, I am a terrible road rage person, which means commuting in downtown Chicago was always a joy for me. Um, honestly, it's, you know, I, 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 I can honestly say I didn't actually shoot anybody. Thought about it a couple of times. Did
1: <laughs> like, when, hey. when we had you on? Did I tell you about my accidental uh, drive through the South Side when I was in Chicago?
0: Um, I don't believe you did. Actually, so <laughs> I find that very interesting. But it also it's very easy to happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so back in um, I don't know. We'll say I think it was 2017. Uh, one of my bosses, his son was getting married, and he lived in Chicago at the time. And they were getting married in, um, Evanston and okay. him and his soon to be wife at the time, uh, met each other at Northwestern. And so that's, they were getting married up there and we were happening to stay at the, uh, I don't remember what the name of the hotel was, but it's a nice hotel right there in Evanston. And I want to say it starts with an O, but whatever. So we get out of Midway, we get our rental car. It's me, my wife and a coworker and her husband. And it wants us to take, we were going to go this certain way down. Um, uh, it was going to take us to Lakeshore. I can't remember what highway it was, 55 or something like that. Or,
0: so it could be 55, 53,
1: 57. I think it's 55, <laughs> then Lakeshore, and then go all the way up. But the problem was yeah. when we landed and the timing, the traffic was really bad. So it rerouted us automatically. <laughs> well, within about 10 minutes, I'm like, this doesn't seem like where we should be. And we ended up driving. I don't know, 8 miles down Cicero
0: and <laughs> <laughs> that's a any for anybody that knows the area, that's a whole conversation in one sentence. I I knew I was in a bad neighborhood when
1: I saw White Castle and um <laughs> I went through multiple different uh stages of Cicero and saw a lot of different things at one guy, some, at one point, some guy tried to wash our window. Luckily, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but there was a cop next to us for about two or three miles. And I'm like, I feel a little bit safer with that.
0: Um, that's actually probably a good thing, but you know,
1: man, it was, uh, I just remember at the reception, I was talking to my other doctor who was there and he did a residency. His first year residency was in Chicago before he changed into (laughs) ophthalmology. He was doing general surgery for, um, Chicago. And, uh, he was like, you fucking did what you, you drove where he was like, how are you alive right now? I'm like, it wasn't that bad.
0: It's like white castle, beauty supply shop, check cashing place. Like, I'm pretty hmm. sure I saw a little
1: Polish town thing at one point. Like,
0: oh, yeah, there's, there's a nice little Polish town area in, in, along there, but there's a lot of, a lot of not good. Not, yeah. That's not, not so great. It actually kind of reminds me when I was working in downtown Chicago was right when uh, shameless was getting really okay. Like in like, you know, season three, four, it was really, really taken off. And the place I was working was just like, it was an athletic club and a, like you could at one point it was like an old money men's club. And then it got, you know, open to everybody and it was, we had a, you know, swimming pool and a gym and then the restaurant was attached to it. And that was my side of things. And we also had a boutique hotel. It was uh, 25 suites on the top floor of the building. So great suites, you know, originally they were like member, member benefits, but then we opened them up to, up to like hotels.com and bookings.com. Mm-hmm. And we, so we start f- just cause you know, we had to get bodies in the room cause the members weren't using them enough to charge them for them. And, uh, so we start getting all these like touristy types and it was a lot of young millennial, um, people from the East coast who were very into shameless and like, I want to go to, I want to go to the back of the yards. I want to go to where they were. I want to go to where this is. I'm like, okay, first off 90% of shameless is shot in California. They don't tell you that, but it's all on a soundstage. Second off, you do not want to go to the back of the yards. You do not want to go to the, to the near South side. That no, they will see you coming and they will kick your ass. Did you see the episode where how they feel about hipsters coming in their bars? That part is right. They're going to see you. You are a mark. You are going to get robbed. So there's a real good possibility they will kick your ass just on general principle. They're going (laughs) to hear you talk and they're going to know they can kick your ass. Yep. You come in there in those Birkenstocks and and swing in a New York accent, they are going to take everything you got. (laughs) And if you're lucky, they'll give you like a a ticket for the red line so you can get back to the club. If you're lucky. Yeah. And like the, the, and that's the thing, like the red line stopped right outside where the club was in the financial district of Chicago. But that's also like how you would get to, you know, go watch a white Sox game, which is right. not the best neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I, I would regularly be having to talk these like 25 year olds out of going into a neighborhood that was going to literally get them their asses handed to them and they're Well, can't we just go there? No, you can't. I can go there. You can't go there. Right. <laughs> like, for starters. I don't smell like tourists. What's that supposed to mean? We don't smell. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. They can pick you out of the crowd. They can get a scent of you. You're going to get robbed. I go to the South side. They look at me and go, that motherfucker's got a gun. You know why? Because that motherfucker's got a gun. (laughs) And the funny thing is, like four of my distributors were in the back of the yards because they were in the the meat packing area. So my my produce guy, my meat place, one of my other uh like stuff where I got you know general paper goods and shit. All of those guys had their distribution areas in that neighborhood. So I was there like twice a week. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm like and so I I was comfortable with it. I'm yeah, I gotta go there. I'll take my Van and fill it up with all kinds of shit and i don't worry about getting robbed why because like that motherfucker's got a gun <laughs> yeah but <laughs> they it's
1: i will say though i um this year they have um the american academy for ophthalmology and it changes and they used to do every other year chicago because it's the middle of the country it's easy for everybody to get to and i remember the first time i went I was really skeptical. I was like, I don't know if I want to go. Like, I mean, being from the West Coast, you see all the shit in Chicago and on the news. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know about that. I love going to Chicago. Downtown Chicago is like nothing. I couldn't believe how clean it was. Oh, it was, it just blew my mind. It wasn't what I expected. And the food is phenomenal. The scenery is phenomenal. And down, I mean, most of the people you run into are really nice. And it's, I mean, there's some seedy stuff downtown still not much oh yeah
0: no but you just gotta know where you can and can't go
1: (laughs) right right and and you just stay downtown but um man the the same guy that got married the first time i went to chicago he uh he said hey i'm gonna pick you up on saturday and we're gonna go to the field museum and we can check that out and i said oh that sounds great we were staying in the four seasons so you know about the distance between four seasons and yeah yeah right. Like so we three, go to the and a half miles. Somewhere. Yeah yeah yeah. Exactly. That sounds about right. So we go we go down the field museum. Spend a couple hours there. Great time. We hop out. It was raining when we got there. When we leave, he was like, "Oh man, it's gorgeous." Which it was. It was like <laughs> low fifties, cloudy but no rain. Let's just walk back. I'm like, "What? Walk back?" And he was like, "Yeah, dude. It's just it's just a couple minute walk." I'm like. It was, it was like a five minute cab ride over here and there was no traffic. No, we're fine. I was exhausted with how much walking. Cause we ended up going to a Northwestern game that night and we uh, walked from Lou Malinati's in Northwestern all the way to the stadium, which was yeah, a little a bit, bit of a like. jaunt, <laughs> but I, what was cool is I had my own personal tour guide to Chicago, which was nice. Cause he told me about all the buildings and all the architecture and I mean, just random ass facts. And <laughs> I love going to Chicago anytime I get a chance. Yeah, Plus the
0: pizza. It's a good time. Um, Like I said, as long as you, as long as you know where you're going and there's like the, you know, they have like the park where they have Lollapalooza every year and shit mm-hmm. like that. And, um, that was a few blocks over from where my club was and that, like I used, we would do different events in the park and shit like that. We did like these five K's and the club would have a tent and, you know, we'd bring all this booze and food for all the members that were doing the five K and then. We'd have all these random people that had nothing to do with our club coming up, trying to get meals and shit. It was a good time, but we'd always wind up loading up our truck to haul everything back. And then I would just walk back to the club and they'd be like, don't, don't you want to ride in the, in the van with all the stuff? And I'm like, no, because if you take one corner wrong, all that shit's going to slide into me, knock me around. You won't let me fucking drive. (laughs) No, I'm going to walk back to the club. I'll see you when we get there. And then, you know, if I paced myself properly, I could get there just as they were done unloading all the shit. (laughs) So. Yeah, uh, I mean, so I you,
1: we talk we brought up the commute thing, and I uh, so for my work, I have an office in the town I live in, and that's literally a 30 second drive, which is nice, mm. but I only get to do it maybe once, maybe twice a week for sure, once a week, maybe twice a week. The other days, I have about a 45 minute commute to get to work. It's highway, it's low traffic, it's never bad, even if there's construction, it's still not bad. What Bugs the fuck out of me though is especially from being from Vegas. And Vegas is not traffic like Chicago. It's not traffic like LA. It's not traffic like New York. But it's still a hustle bustle. And the problem I have with Vegas is Vegas is a melting pot. Nobody's from Vegas. Everybody (laughs) lives in Vegas. So you have all these cultures of driving styles that don't mesh well. So you you learn to get around it. You learn what to do. Whereas here, it's just I think what bugs the fuck out of me is nobody knows what cruise control is. And, and my example <laughs> for this would be, so when I get off, I have to take an interstate to get out of town. And then when I'm out of town, I end up taking a highway that goes between the two towns and it's a four lane, so two on each side. So no biggie, whatever. Well, when you're on that highway, it's 55 miles an hour. It drops to 50 for a couple miles. And then after that, it goes up to 65 the rest of the way until I get to that next town. And I will sit there and coming home, I'll be going, I'll set my cruise at 72. I'm like, cops aren't going to touch me at 72 in a 65. They're going to be like, have a nice day. Just stay in your fucking lane. I'll get to the 55 zone and I'll go 62. Same principle, 65, 72, 55, 62. And these fucking idiots will just fly past me. The people that I passed looked like I was going 80 past them. And now I'm going 62 and it's like, you know, we can't go 65, but we sure as fuck can't go as slow as 55. And it just bugs the shit out of me. Or you get those same people that, okay, I'm creeping up on somebody. So I'm like, I'm going to get in the left lane. I'm going to pass them. I'm going to get in the right lane. Another notorious thing that Vegas people are horrible for for when they drive in other states is they don't know that there's a right-hand lane. They only think there's a left-hand lane get the fuck over if you're not going fast enough. Yeah. (laughs) But you'll go and get past this person, and then they all of a sudden think, oh, it's a fucking race. I need to speed up now. I'm like, just leave me the fuck alone. Like, either go past me or slow down and get out of my way. Let me listen to my podcast and not my angry music right now.
0: Yeah. I I completely... Actually, I was just dealing with that on my way home today. I... (laughs) The, the route I take, especially when I'm like today, I wound up working way later than I planned on working. I didn't get out of the office till after six. And normally I'm on the road by like five 30 or either that or I'm at the tavern, but um, <laughs> depending, you know, I'm either, I'm usually not leaving the office after six, unless it's like, occasionally late meeting kind of things. Cause if, I, if I'm having to do something with somebody on the West coast or whatever, you know, then adjustments have to be made. But as a general rule, I, I managed to get caught in rush hour traffic. So, you know, it's kind of like, fuck me to begin with, but today I'm driving along and there's like a spot where it goes from two lanes to three lanes. Cause it's where all the stores and shit are right before you get on the highway. And as a general rule, the regular commuters are all like, okay, I will get over into the third lane to turn right here. So I'm not stopping regular traffic. And then there's just sort of like sort of accepted spots where you switch over into that right lane. So you can turn and you're not fucking up the flow for everybody else. And instead I got, I came up alongside this guy who was functionally fucking brain damaged because he got in the right lane because, oh, look, there's no cars in this lane. Let me get in the right lane. And then just blew through past like four intersections where he should have turned at one of those intersections based on the common courtesy of the road. And so I'm trying to speed up a little bit because I have to get into the right lane to get onto the merge onto the highway. And as I'm trying to speed up, this fucker starts speeding up and staying alongside. I'm like, what are we? What are you, my fucking pace car? And... And I happened to be on the phone with my wife at the same time because she was like, you're really kind of late today. What's going on? I'm, oh, hi, honey. Uh, No, I'm on my way home. You cocksucker, I swear to God, get the fuck (laughs) out of my way, you son of a horse! Fuck you. Fuck your mother. Fuck three people that look just like And she's like, somebody not letting you merge? I'm like, that's exactly what's fucking (laughs) happening. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to let you go because I don't want to hear that. (laughs) That happens with my don't, wife all the time. Don't forget, you got to stop at the at Walgreens on the way home. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get. gonna I, I know I got to get my fat fuck pills. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I when I leave,
1: so when I'm leaving, it's called Bullhead City, Arizona, is where I work most of my days. So when I'm leaving Bullhead, I'll usually call my wife and let her know whether it's end of the day or some days I have a half day in each office, and I'll start in Bullhead and end in Kingman where I live. And the biggest problem is this time of year right now, because Bullhead city is a snowbird capital (laughs) for Arizona. And I'm sure most people know what snowbirds are, but if there's anybody listening that doesn't, it's the geriatric Fox in the world that shouldn't be driving. that decide to drive in two different towns at two different times a year. So our, our road gets busier in Bullhead this time of year because of snowbirds. And I'm like, Come on, guys. It's 45 miles an hour. And now, mind you, it's it's this where I work the whole town. It's one. It's basically one street. It, it's a mm. 60,000 person town, but it's basically one street with two lanes on each side that goes through the entire town. And then it's all off streets off of that. Right. Right. And so you're on this thing. And it's just like I just need to find a good spot where I can get up to 55 for just a second and hope there's no cop around, just to pass this fucking moron with his pole in the back of his car and all his clothes hanging up on it. <laughs> Minnesota license plates. Get the fuck out of here, Hater.
0: <laughs> <Now laughs> you know we just we're coming back from the laundry and uh, we gotta. We got, we got all, all, all the togs are all done, but we don't want them to get wrinkled now. So we got to make sure they're hung up. Right. Cause That's you it. know, hangers are yeah. all facing the same way. Everything's okay. We're fine.
1: My wife yeah, will no. commonly say to me, are you going to just yell at the, yell at the people? Or are you actually going to talk to me? I'm like, I'm almost done yelling. Give me a second. <laughs> Give <laughs> yeah, me a second. No.
0: Okay. I was like, well, I get, I get the, well, this has been fun. And I'm like, uh, you uh, know what? Uh, you know, you should know better by this point. we we've, we've been married for, fucking 16 years you should know at this point you don't want to talk to me while i'm in the car she doesn't like talking to me when she's in the car with me she (laughs) she should know better than to expect me to behave on the phone and it's like i'm gonna turn on a podcast and i'm gonna try and like woosaw my way past these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. and i'll talk to you when i get home and she's just like no you're not you're gonna turn on angry music and you're gonna be giving everybody the finger when you get home and i'm like sounds about right it's (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) And it's like, I, I, I turned into Red Foreman a couple weeks ago. Cause I, <laughs> I, I walked in the door and it was like, I swear to God, I think I sprained my finger driving home today. These people are fucking retarded. <laughs> and you know, they're like, I go straight to the liquor cabinet when I walk in the door. That's never a good sign. No nope. <laughs> you know, long day, hon. Nope. Like, like, are you going to put some ice in there? Uh Uh-uh. That just means I'll choke on something.
1: (laughs) The the last thing I would say about the traffic that is comical since we've been talking about Chicago is I don't think I've ever been in a place where I've seen somebody the millise, I mean, millisecond, the red turns to green. Like, it's not even green yet. Like, there's no color up there, millisecond, (laughs) and they're already honking. And I'm just like in downtown. Yep. I'm like, wow. like, bro, it's not even okay. It's green now. Now everybody's on their horn. <laughs> but, yep.
0: But after yeah, a couple of days, you get it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I actually, I, now I am a fairly defensive driver because mm-hmm. I've gotten older and a little smarter, I guess. Um, or my faith in humanity's gotten to be worse. One of the two. I like. It could be these both. People are all fucktards. I can't, no. I have to keep my safety cushion. And I, one of the, except for when I get into downtown Chicago, and I was driving with my brother a little while, but a year and a half, two years ago now. And we're sitting in the car, and he's like, I remember you being a lot more defensive when you were behind the wheel than this. I'm like, what's, what, what? You wearing your bitch pants today? Don't, don't <laughs> start with me. He's like, no, I'm just saying, you seem like you're getting angry. I'm like, yeah, we're, I think we're within the city limits. It just happens. I'm just triggered now. <laughs> Fuck triggered. you! <laughs> it's like that, You're going to hit that cab. Man, my insurance is paid up. I don't fucking care. It's like, he's in a, there was a, uh, like somebody Ubering in a fucking Prius, and this was when I still had my Cadillac. So I'm like, uh, I, I don't think that would even dent the bumper. <laughs> Fuck him. <'em. laughs> and it's just like, you are angry. And I'm like. Yeah, well, I also have a V8. Fuck them. I agree. And, uh, it was a... Uh, God, I missed that car. <laughs> I had a uh, big old DeVille, and uh, it, it had a, a V8 that I could... I, I wound up... to had some smart-ass kid. Speaking of, you know, shit-fucking-drivers, I had this kid in a fucking, like, a Honda Civic or something, and it was, it was all, you know... It was very much like AutoZone fast and the furious. It was mm-hmm. like, I, I put stripes on my car that makes it go faster. And I got a really loud exhaust tip and I'm going to pull up alongside your car and be like, wee wee, wee and, a, and you know, like shitty home done tint job. And I, I look over and I'm not that I can say anything cause like I could get a home tint job too, but my kid <laughs> does that for a living. So I promise you it would look beautiful. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I'm, I'm sitting in this Boat of a Cadillac and you know, weing wing we you you wanna go? Yeah and light changes and I let him drop his clutch and smoke his tires a little bit and just <laughs> casually <laughs> casually put my foot down to <laughs> <laughs> Like fat guy in a Cadillac with air ride suspension. I was doing like ninety within a block. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah. Uh, fucking shame that." I'll tell you what. Get got to the next set of lights. He catches up. <sniffs> <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, little cocksucker. sucker. I uh... and then. Oh go yeah! Ahead, go ahead. Oh no! I was just gonna say, yeah. and then he got angry and stormed off, and probably went home and punched a wall and chugged probably. a monster, and told Chad to stop eating his fruit snacks after he fucked his mom. And...
1: <laughs> it's my Caprice, on Chad. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here! <laughs> I had a uh, so uh, my first car was a '66 Mustang, and Very nice. gro- growing up in Vegas, uh, there was a where I would. Get to the last main light before my home. It was about a two mile, maybe two and a half mile stretch. And for about the first mile, it's two lane, and then it drops down to one. And I'm just sitting at the light, and I guess it's just a gleaming thing that when you're in a '66 Mustang that's a metallic seafoam color, that any car that pulls up <laughs> to you wants to rev their engine and see if you want to go. And there was very few times that I did not oblige because I'm young and I have a fast car, fast enough, right? And I know how to drive it. It was stick and I knew how to drive. And my mom still claims to this day that there was a governor on my car. However, (laughs) what I do know is that once I hit 45 miles an hour, my speedometer bounced until I hit 90 and then it restabilized. So (laughs) she claims I could never go over 90. I was at a stoplight. Same thing. little Honda Civic pulls up next to me. There's four guys in it. And they look over and they do their little wee wee -wee 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 And I just like... I had my window down. I was like, are you serious? Like, you... and I just touched my gas and I had enough modifications that I made to this car with my uncle who I got the car from that when I would just touch my gas, my car would shake like, just, <laughs> just enough that it would just boom, boom, and it would just shake. And they were like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and, uh, so the light turns, I was at about a mile and I look in my mirror, and I, they were nowhere to be found. Yeah. Nowhere to be found. Uh, and I, the last time I looked at the car, I was doing 128. So <laughs> it was... That'll yeah, happen. It, it'll happen. It was fun, yeah. though. It was, it was a good time. I, you yeah. know, people... The only time I really backed down was I was at a stoplight, and a, a girl pulled up to me. And it's not because it's a girl, and she would have whooped my ass, but she was in a Cobra GT Mustang and i was like i got no chance and it was a newer car so it was light i'm like that thing's pushing probably 400 easy yeah that's that's you're gonna get smoked i'm gonna and i was just like she looked over and revved and then i i shook my head and i was like i revved it just to give her the rev and then i was just like nope not going not going i'll tuck my tail on this one (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah
0: well my uh one of my boss's cars he's got a uh uh a uh, Shelby GT, mm. and it's just like nice blue convertible. It's it's a pretty thing, <laughs> and it's always funny because I can. He doesn't always drive it. When he does, you can always like hear him from inside the building. Or... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. And I mean, I, I I love a car with some muscle to it, but like i you said your first car is a '66 Mustang. My, my first car was an '84 Dodge Caravan, so you know <laughs> hey, nobody was, was racing me in that shit. <laughs> but I, 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 I had I got bean lucky. bags in the back, so
1: fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See, there's 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 a there's a yin and yang to it all. Like you you give some and you take some. Like sometimes you get to have. A special, uh, love sack in the back. And other times you just get to have horsepower in the front. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, I also kind of overcompensated after the, the, my minivan like exploded. It threw a rod. Yeah. Pissed me off too. Cause I, I took to the mechanic, got a tune up. Like I'm going out of town for the weekend, make this bitch, you know, purr. And I got like halfway to where I was going and it fucking threw a rod. I was like, what the fuck did you assholes do? I just (laughs) picked that up this afternoon. (laughs) You killed my car. But then I I wound up going through, like, I bought a fucking 67 uh, Cutlass Fastback. And then I bought a, then I went to an uh, 78 Monte Carlo that was ridiculously overpowered because it did not have a Monte Carlo engine in it. It had a 454 in it. Mm. And um, yeah, it was, that was a fun one because I bought it. I was living in Wisconsin when I was a kid. Uh, but right, in, like right by the state line. I lived in Kenosha. You know the place mm-hmm. that was on fire a couple months, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heard like, of it. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I watched the coverage of that. Going, I've been there. I've been there. I got high in that building that's on fire. I got high behind that building that's on fire. Um, my ex girlfriend lives in that building that's on fire, and the place where Kyle Rittenhouse shot those guys was right in front of a place I used to party on the weekends. Awesome. But, um, my, we went to, my dad found me this Monte Carlo and it was in Illinois and we drove to go pick it up. And I, like, I gave him the money and he bought it for me and we went to go pick it up and you know, no plates, no nothing. And he goes, you know, since you're a teenager, why don't you drive my car back and I'll drive your, I'll drive your Monte Carlo. You just follow me. I'm like, dad, I don't know where the fuck we are. <laughs> you yeah, know, like you found this car. We're in Illinois. You found, cause he worked in Illinois. So he knew the area. And they, I'm like, I don't know where the fuck we are. We be, we drove an hour and a half to come pick this car up. I don't know where the fuck we are. I can't drive your car home. He's like, well, just follow me. All right. He's like, because if I get pulled over and I have a bill of sale and I have a car with no place on it, they're gonna they're not gonna give me any shit. I mean, I'm you know he was you know forty whatever at the time. I'm like, okay, if you say so, pops. And uh, so I my d- dad had a little Oldsmobile sedan and my and my kid brother was with us and so we're following dad and we're driving through the town and it's no big deal and then we hit this county road and all of a sudden he starts speeding up so I'm trying to keep up with him cuz I don't want to get fucking lost in the middle of nowhere next thing I look down the speedometer's pegged at like 125 and he's still putting distance in between us and I'm going this motherfucker here and my brother's like you're losing him you're losing him i'm like this car has nothing left. I'm it's floored. We're gonna die. I'm like, put your seatbelt on, just in case. We're if we if a deer comes out, we're fucked. Like this car's plastic. We're we're screwed. And we like you know see a Wisconsin state line sign, and I'm like, okay, at least now I know where we are. I went <laughs> up catching up to my dad. He pulled over into some bar's parking lot, like in the middle of nowhere. It was the only thing in this part of like it was like woods and a fucking tavern. And my dad's sitting on the hood of my car, smoking a cigarette, waiting for us to catch up to him. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck, Pops? He goes, hey, this thing's got some pickup. How fast were we going? I'm like, why are you asking me? You were fucking driving. He goes, yeah, but your speedometer only goes up to 110. (laughs) I was like, I love you, Dad, but I don't know. Your speedometer only goes up to 125. And he goes, (laughs) (laughs) and he gets back in my car. Uh but yeah it was that 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 thing was a monster. I I accidentally blew out some tires on it one time just doing a brake stand cuz I was trying to heat the tires up So I was getting ready to race somebody. Yeah. And so I'm like Wah! just smoking them a little bit just trying to get them hot and <laughs> I was like guess I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and so, the the funny thing is the guy I was supposed to race started talking all this shit and but I the thing is those were my street tires for like regular I had like a, a set of like Krager super mag tires in the trunk that I only put on when we, cause we had like high school night at the drag strip. Mm. That was the only time those tires went on my car. They were fucking racing slicks. They were like twice as wide as my standard tires. So this guy starts talking all the shit. Well, dude, you blow out your tires. You're fucked. You better put, put your donut on and go home. I was like, oh no, I'm going to change the tires. You just, you just wait. Motherfucker <laughs> jacked it up threw on my racing slicks. I'm like, are we doing this shit or not? And he's like,
1: Whoops. Holy balls. Oops.
0: Like, come on, let me show you what a Hollings four barrel sounds like. <laughs> and uh yeah, that was the good old days when we did a bunch of stupid shit where uh yeah, it's it's a miracle I made it this far. I I gotta be honest. I a lot of a lot of poor decisions <laughs> in my youth. It happened. Not the least of which was like drag racing. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. I look
1: back and there's a lot of shit that I'm like, how the fuck am I still here? (laughs) Oh, definitely. And
0: I I understand my dad so much better now that I'm like, you know, a middle-aged guy myself where I look at all the shit my kid was doing. And like, I know you thought you were slick, but I did the same shit, but I did it better. Yeah. And then I realized at some point, I was like, you know, I'm sure my dad said the exact same thing to himself when I was doing all the dumb shit I did as a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. And honestly, I did so much. I got lucky in the parent parenting department because I did so much more stupid shit than my kid did. Yeah. Either that or he was, he actually was better at it than me because, you know, I, I did definitely didn't catch him doing all the dumb shit I did, but I honestly think he just made better choices based, (laughs) based on the end result. I'm like, you know, I'm glad you didn't repeat my mistakes. (laughs) I mean, not to say, you know, he never came home fucked up or anything like that because he did, but at least he had enough sense to be like. Yeah, I'm fucked up and I can't drive. Can you come get me? That's just where a whereas, like I was like, I'm fucked up. And I know dad said I can call him if I'm too fucked up to drive. But I don't want to catch that particular ass whipping. So <laughs> I'm going to risk it. <laughs> I, well, I actually no, I, I got to be honest. I was fairly smart about that up until I was probably in my mid 20s, which point I was more like, yeah, I'll risk it now. But like when I was a teenager, I, I would take the ass chewing for not coming home instead. I would. Like, I'm fucked. I'm going to crawl in my back seat, leave my keys under the car, and go to sleep. Because if if you don't have the keys in the ignition, they won't give you too much shit. And even though it was, like, winter in Wisconsin, I was like, yeah, I got a wool blanket. I'm okay. (laughs) And I would, like, curl up in the back seat of my car and go to sleep and sleep it off. And then when I got home, where the fuck were you? I was drunk. (laughs) Would you rather I didn't come, or would you rather I came home drunk and maybe died? No, you're supposed to call us. Yeah, I'm going to get yelled at if I call you or I'm going to get yelled at if I come home the next morning. I just figured I'd delay the getting yelled at until I was sober enough to appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, yeah, that was usually the call I made.
1: I've had, uh, I remember when my parents moved right after high school and I moved in with my grandparents and I thought my grandma was the coolest fucking thing that walked to the earth. Cause she said, I have three rules. You go to work when you're scheduled to go to work, you pay your bills when you're supposed to pay your bills and you better fucking call somebody if you're drunk. And I was like, that's it. I, I, I mean, I love my mom to death. My mom and my dad took care of me. They gave me a good life, but man, my mom was strict as hell. And I mean, I went to a private Christian school cause she didn't want me to go to public school. Um, And the entire reason my mom was the way she was is because my mom was a fucking hellion. My mom (laughs) grew up in Fargo, small town at the time, a small city at the time. And she did all the bad shit. She did the, you know, had some weed here and there, drank all the time. I mean, she was 19 when she got pregnant with me. She was out and about. So she didn't want me to be that kid. Um, Unfortunately, I still uh, got the gene that I liked um, obviously she liked men. I like women, but I got the gene from my mom that, uh, I like to slum around. And so, uh, but I didn't ever care for drinking until I tasted it when I was like almost 19. And then I hit the ground running, but there for me, at least, um, you know, I've even still to this day, you know, I'll go, go to dinner and have a couple drinks with the wife and, and be fine to drive home. And, I mean, there's been close times where I'm like, I'm not too sure. Maybe you should drive. And she's like, if I drive, I'm going to have to keep one eye closed. I'm like, Okay, I'll drive. But I want to say I was like 20 or 21. And I went to a party with my girlfriend at the time. And I remember the only thing I remember from the party is I kept asking her if I pissed myself because (laughs) my pants were wet right there. And she kept, eventually she got pissed off at me enough that I stopped asking because she said, no, you dumb fuck. You're so drunk that you spilled a drink in your lap 30 minutes ago. And you've asked me five fucking times if you have pissed yourself. And she well, still well, let me drive that, home. I'm going to piss myself. <laughs> well, I might as well piss myself now. Nobody's going to know. Uh, but yeah, so we drove home. And I remember the next morning I got up and I like look around and it was the nice time because I was 20, 21. So I didn't really have a hangover. It was like, I'm ready to go. (laughs) But I wake up and I'm like, how the fuck did we get home? And I look outside and see my car. I see the keys and I go in and I was like, hey, who brought us home last night? And she was like, you drove home. Bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. I, I did not. When did we leave? I don't even remember. And I went outside, checked my car for anything, like scratches, dents, nothing. And it was the most sobering effect that I was like, I am never doing that again. Like, I have no clue how we got home. No clue. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's, it's not a,
0: uh, it's not something to be uh, tickled with. and No, it's, uh, I understand though. I, uh, but it's I had easy one of those moments myself. Yeah.
1: You Although know? on the other
0: hand, I'm also... You say, like, you got the gene where you kind of have these things. I apparently being a functioning drunk runs in my family. So it like, does run in my family. <laughs> my my mom, uh, she was she was very much like it was funny when I was a kid because she like the first time I picked up some incense to light my room. Not And it, it was even before I started having anything to do with anything illicit. I just thought it was cool. Some guy at the mall convinced me to buy this shit. <laughs> And I came home and like I'm lighting these little incense things in my room. And, I'm, and my mom comes in. And she's like, you know, I know what that used to be for when I was a kid. And I don't believe you're doing anything different. And Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but if you got to do something illicit, I'd rather you were smoking weed than drinking. So that's okay. I'm like, <laughs> okay, mom. She's like, no, seriously, the alcohol runs strong in in our family and in your dad's family too. So you might want to kind of watch that. And she's not wrong. Um, (laughs) it's, we have a combination of like Wisconsin, you know, Wisconsin drinking from my mom's side of the family and like Cajun drinking from my dad's side of the family. And in my, in my early twenties, I was the guy that was like putting away a bottle of vodka a day and, and functioning, which was not a good thing.
1: (laughs) It's not a good thing. (laughs) No,
0: Like I, I used to, uh, at the restaurant when I first moved to Illinois, I got a job at this restaurant from a guy my mom knew that owned the place, and within like three months, I was running it because the chef fucked himself basically, and the owners were like, "Well, you seem to know what you are doing. You've been covering him for the last, you know, three or four weeks anyway. You just want you want his job. We fired him." I was like, "Okay," <laughs> and that's how I got my first head chef job. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it got to the point where the bartending staff would put a bottle of absolute on ice as, as soon as they got there. And then after I got off my shift, that was Aaron's bottle. Mm. (laughs) And, and I would drink out of that bottle all night long. It stayed in the freezer and they poured my drinks out of that bottle. And then half the time I wound up being the closing manager because whoever was supposed to be, because it was like a family run place, but the place was hopping like every night till 2 AM Monday through Monday. I mean, seven days a week, the place was always packed. And so they, they realized, like, oh, Aaron's always here anyway, because I had just moved to Illinois. I didn't fucking have any friends, didn't know anybody except for the people I worked with. And they were a bunch of drunks, too, so they were always there. And so they were just like, well, Aaron's going to be here anyway. Hey, you want to count out all the drawers tonight before you leave? All right, whatever. I'm going <laughs> to sit at the bar and drink my vodka. <laughs> and, and I would drink, like, depending on the night <laughs> and what was going on. Cause like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they had live music. So that would be a little more like, all right, cool. And so I would drink less on those nights cause I was having more fun, but like on a Tuesday, oh yeah. Just clang, clang. <laughs> And I would drink like three quarters of the bottle of vodka and then it would go into the well. <laughs> and they were just like, how are you still functioning? How are you, how do you, how do you get home every night? I drive home. I get in my truck and I go home. And how? Why are you not? How are you not dead? And I'm like, they're like, you you leave and you're not even like wobbling or slurring. And I'm like, it's because you guys are pussies. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, I one night we had a, a bartender who had been gone for a while and come back. I don't know where he was, but he was gone, and he they kind of explain the routine of Aaron's going to sit at the bar and drink vodka on the rocks all night out of this bottle. That's Aaron's chilled bottle of absolute. And I also, I'm subsequently, I'm not allowed to drink absolute anymore because apparently I'm a dick when I drink absolute (laughs) and any other vodka, I'm fine. But when I drink that one, something about it sets me off. But (laughs) so this guy proceeds to cut me off. Tell me he's not letting me drive home. And he lives like a half mile down the road from me just through coincidence. So he cuts me off, tells me he'll drive and he'll pick me up. Cause I'm like, I have to open in the morning. I have to be back here at 9am. He's like, well, so do I. So I'll pick you up on the way in. I'm like, all right, fine. But you better not be fucking late. Mm-hmm. And so he drops me off at home and he goes home and I'm sitting out in front of my house at like eight thirty in the morning. You know, having a cigarette and this was actually when i first moved down to illinois from wisconsin i wound up moving in with my mom and my stepdad just because i was fleeing and they offered me a place to stay (laughs) that's a whole nother story Mm -hmm. but um (laughs) so like my mom is like you're still here where's your where's your truck i'm like fucking new bartender cut me off last night and wouldn't let me drive home So he dropped me off and he's supposed to be picking me up this morning to go to work. And I like, I call his cell phone. He doesn't answer. I call the bar. Nobody's there. And so I call his house because I I did have, I had a phone for being the kitchen manager slash chef and it had every employee's phone number programmed into it. And this was, you know, before smartphones, but it was just all in the phone book on my cell phone. So like fucking Dave, there's Dave. Okay. And I call his house. His wife answers the phone. He's passed out on the fucking couch in his living room. Apparently he never came to bed. Hmm. And so I'm like, can you put him on the phone, please? Yeah, this is Aaron, the, the kitchen manager from, from the restaurant. Oh, yeah, sure. Hang on, honey. It's for you. I'm like, hey, Dave, did you fucking forget something, bud? Like, what? I'm like, I'm running behind. I'll be in in a few minutes. I'm like, you have to come get me. There's no point in going to the restaurant. There's nobody there to unlock the building. <laughs> why, why do I have to come get you? motherfucker you wouldn't let me drive home last night you said i was had too much to drink and i couldn't drive home i brought you home last night <laughs> how the fuck much did you drink and he's like well dude when i closed out your 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 bottle you, you drank like three quarters of a bottle of vodka i'm like yeah i had to get up this morning i didn't drink the whole thing he's like, dude, what the, what the fuck oh <laughs> uh, he he i was like the whole, he came, so he comes and picks me up and we go to the restaurant, the whole ride back to the restaurant. I'm, I swear to God, you will never fucking cut me off again. He's like, but, but the Illinois, Illinois, you know, dram shop. I'm like, I know I will tell you if I've had too much to drink, I will get a cab. You will never tell me I'm leaving my car at work again. You motherfucker. It was, it was horrible. And that was like all the arrogance of like 23 year old Aaron and like, <laughs> what are you fucking stupid? I mean. It's like, believe it or not, I'm I've gotten mellower with age. At the time I was, you are a fucking idiot, sir. I I agree with that. <laughs> I have
1: actually, I've mellow, mellowed out a lot in the last couple of years, and I mean, I'm still things still set me off, but i um, I can handle them better. Um, <laughs> but when I was yeah. young, it was even still to this day. I'd rather I'd rather just let it. I've had this issue at work is. I may say some shit that I don't entirely mean, or I didn't mean it to come off that mean, I should say, because I'll apologize for it, but I still meant it, and if I hold it in, you're just going to get me to explode later on, and a bunch of shit's (laughs) going to come out that doesn't need to come out at one time, and it's just not going to be appropriate, (laughs) but, and I think... You know, when when you and I talked about me coming on, one of the things I definitely wanted to bring up, especially before before we're done, is in this day and age, right now, we have a pandemic, we have a fucking moron that's trying to run the com- country and doesn't know where he's at. Uh, and, and there's morons on all sides, and it, 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 whether you're left, right, it doesn't matter. male, female a male that was a female, a female that was a male. It doesn't fucking matter. The biggest thing that I have a gripe with lately, and I've actually seen it. And this is why we didn't want to be political or even just topic centric with our podcast. And we want to be more just comedic and give people a break is people don't know what the fuck they stand for. And when my biggest complaint with people is don't, preach against what you're preaching for and people don't understand that they don't understand the concept and it's like you don't even know what you're talking about you don't understand what you're preaching for because you're preaching against what you're preaching for and it's like yes there's going to be some gray here and there totally understand it um but for the most part don't be a fucking hypocrite and don't don't think that just because you think that you're somebody special. You're not like we've had, we've had issues before with certain people. And it's like, I I won't name names. I won't bring up things like that, but we have a fine line that, and lately we, this is where the gray comes in our (laughs) Facebook group page. You're part of it. And we have tried to be strident and say, you know, stay away from the politics, stay away from those, hot topic issues. And lately we just haven't given a fuck to take them down, (laughs) but we have in the past been really good about it. And we've actually had squabbles with people who thought that they could post it because they know us. And it's like that, that's, that doesn't No, that doesn't work like that. Well, why not? Like, I know you, like we're friends, we talk and I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck. Like whether I agree with your opinion or not, This isn't the page for that. If you would like to post that, you have your own page to do that on. Or you have your far left pages that you're on or your far right pages that you're on. That's where you can post this shit. Dads on Dayquil is a comedy podcast. We are not a Joe Biden slamming podcast. We are not a Trump slamming podcast. Keep it the fuck out of here. You know, it's like... yeah. it's no, know, know, your venue, Know your venue. Exactly. And I mean, but fuck, I tell you, there's some shit we've removed that is funny as shit. <laughs> but <laughs> but and, and luckily, there's been times we catch it real soon before there's a lot of views on it or likes or comments. But sometimes we've gotten across stuff that like, you know, maybe the three of us were just busy and we didn't hop on for a day or two or, you know, really pay attention And I'll send a picture in our chat and I'm like, uh, what do you think about this? And they're like, well, fuck, there's already like 30 comments on that thing. Do you think that pulling (laughs) it does anything? I'm like, ah, fuck it. Just let it ride.
0: But yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to send those people my way, (laughs) send them to the I had to say it group. I'll send you guys an invite because when I first set it up, I set it up as private. and Now it won't let me change it. It won't? No, it's fucking, I don't know why. I mean, I, I've been having issues with Facebook lately anyway. Shocker. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, wound up, I wound up getting a fucking ban. Um, I, I, I've been trying to appeal it, but the appeal thing keeps fucking up and kicking me off the thing when I'm trying to submit the form. Right. I got banned for something that said it was like violence and bullying or something because I was on a live stream and I answered a question for one of the people on the live stream. He said, there was a, uh, with the motor cop chronicles. I, mm-hmm. they, uh, he, I had him on the show a couple of times and I was watching his live stream and they were talking about this guy that got arrested. And he, the guy was saying he's been in jail for like 20 years because he stole, he tried to rob somebody for a pair of shoes. Now they were like, well, why would he, why do you think they got, he got sentenced to like 129 years for trying to steal a pair of Jordans. And my first comment was like, well, cause they were, you know, jump man ones, man. Those, those are collector editions. And, and, you know, they're like, yeah, but it seems like there's got to be something more to it. And I was like, he beat the guy brain damage. That's why he got an extended sentence. Right. Right. Well, apparently saying beat that guy brain damaged, violated Facebook's terms and conditions. And I got, ba- I got a suspended account for it. And I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. I can't. And it was, t- I'm like, that's my whole argument. Watch the video and line up where the comment came in. It's in context. I'm not saying go beat this guy brain damaged. I'm saying that's what he did to get an extended sentence. Unban me, you fuckers. And
1: We we have (laughs) the issue of... I really wish that when something popped up, like it violates community standards or fact checkers, right? (laughs) I wish that when you went in there, like we had one that was a fact check thing and... It would just say, like, you can appeal it like and just disagree, right? But mm-hmm. it doesn't give you a comment. And it's like, I really wish they would open the comments because my number one comment would be, you realize, you dumb fucking moron, that this is a comedy page. And that's the entire reason that this was posted. Nobody gives a fuck whether it's fact or false. It's fucking it's funny. funny. And that's <laughs> exactly it. That's it. I just had one today and I was like, it got flagged as, potential false data not actually false just a piece of it might have been might have been false and it was from something josh posted in january of last year (laughs) and i'm like fact checkers are a little slow on that one huh but it's just like come on like and that's that's the problem with facebook is it's it's censored and it's it's being ran by an agenda and when other places have tried to start up, which they were also trying to run their agenda, they get shut down. And it's like, well, why why do you let this go? Oh, because it plays into what you want the country to hear and believe and see. Yeah, that's the shitty part. But left, right doesn't matter. It's If you're too far right, you're so far right, you might as well be on the left side. And the same goes for the left side, people. It's like, there's got to be give and take and there's gotta be level headedness yeah. to, to what you believe in. There just has to be. And it's once you get outside of the spectrum that you can only believe in one fucking thing that's so far sighted that you're gone.
0: You're yeah. gone. I completely agree with you. surprise, surprise. I completely agree <laughs> with that statement. It's that, you know, yeah, um, that's my whole shtick is extremists in any regard are are dumb. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah right there there's a reason that they're extreme is because they're trying to push an agenda and uh, like one of the things recently I was just talking about this with a family member is the uh, hot topic the the covid vaccine right <laughs> and what really cracks me up about the vaccine and the the huge pushback mostly from the right side, the far right side is that nobody nobody was um saying anything bad about the vaccine at the end of 20. It wasn't until somebody else takes office and then pushes the vaccine that it's like, fuck that, I'm not putting that in my body, I'm not doing this. And and you know what? There are reasons to not do it. And that's okay to believe yeah. that. But you actually have to understand that and do your research on that. You can't just push it because your right-sided friends tell you to do so. And because yeah. what's funny is, when Trump was trying to push the vaccine and say it was gonna come out, who was the people that were against it? The entire left side. <laughs> yeah, and it's
0: all the people now that are like, just get your shot, you murderer. Right, right exactly.
1: That. And and that and that uh. goes right into the right into the 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 part of of don't preach against what you're preaching for. Cause you, you, you definitely preach other rights on the left side, as far as your body and what your body is and what you're allowed to do. And, you know, don't tell me what to do. And it's my body, my choice, but it's not my body, my choice with this. Yeah. You know, and I, it, it's, that's sensitive. It's, I, it's just a sensitive topic. I completely agree with that too. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, you know, and I just try to stay out of it. It's, I mean, for for instance, it's like when when we get done recording a podcast, I'll hop into my online and so I can, if Josh does a lot of the editing, I've dabbled in it in the last like 15 episodes or so. But if he's going to do it, we'll go send our files over to him. And I can't even pull up the goddamn internet without seeing shit that immediately triggers me. Like, I, But I'm triggered <laughs> in the opposite. Like just for fuck's sake, what happened to just show me a cute dog
0: that got rescued or something like show me yeah, something was, else. Sh- show me a puppy who just saw snow for the first time. Show me something. I don't want to hear anybody else bitching about why they don't think that X, Y, and Z is fair. Or that, that's the one that gets me. That's my, my big personal, like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> M- maybe it's cause I'm an old, as, as people have been telling me, you're an old. Yeah. Well, fuck. Yeah, I am all this white in my beard was fucking earned. and uh, (laughs) It's like, I, I went years without just from being in kitchens and all this stuff for my, so much of my career where I was working in places where I couldn't have a beard. So right. This is like a big, like change for me. I'm like, "Eh, why not? Let's just see how it looks. (laughs) And then I'm going, fuck, I'm salt and pepper. Now I I missed the bus on having a, I'm gone straight to distinguished. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, it's that's the one that gets me or is like, Oh, well that's not fair. Why is it not fair? Cause you're not happy with the end results or because right. you didn't have the same opportunity as other people. Cause I, I, it's another thing I'm thinking about putting on a t-shirt like fair it relates to opportunity, not results because mm-hmm. fuck you. Not everybody deserves a trophy. You know, and my boss <laughs> says something uh, and has said it recently uh, when
1: we discuss changes and and when you work in the medical industry especially right now changes are frequent and uh and can be extreme at times and there's been times where she even reminds me of me in the sense where i'm like but well is that fair and she goes jordan life's not fucking fair is it i'm like well, good fucking point <laughs> you got me there
0: <laughs> what, what, what does fair have to do with their sparky yeah, exactly. Although, and although I got to say in terms of far as fair goes, you know, I, I heard recently somebody said, oh, it's, it's finally going to be fair and balanced because the government's going to send us all masks so we can keep up with the mandates. And, um, my reply to this is one of another one of those comments that got me a, a flag on Facebook <laughs> was, yeah. Hey, you want a free blanket with it too? <laughs> and apparently that's considered insensitive because, you know, uh, <sighs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good with my personal already habit ineffective face covering. I don't need anything else. Thanks. I, <laughs> I, I've, I've managed to like bullet time, kneel the entire COVID thing so far where I've been around like four different people that have tested positive and I'm still just like, nope, miss me. I mean, yeah. now granted, I've just probably poked my brain a half a dozen times with a, with a Q-tip overdoing the swabs, but yeah. Yeah, I've managed to, like, oh, hey, all right, another negative test, cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. so I'm like, you know, I'm not necessarily, I shouldn't say that because, you know, now is going to be the time where it's going to, like, Aaron's got the Rona now. No, no. (laughs) But like I said, thus far, knock on wood, I've been like, okay, cool. Yeah, no, with my luck, I'll put on that government issued, hey, here's your free mask. And then, like, come down with, omicron or whatever the fuck we're on next and, <laughs> hey, you've got the next mutated you didn't get your fifth booster well you know. <laughs> sorry i i, I agreed, missed that memo <laughs> yeah i agreed to two i'm i'm not I'm, I'm i'm i think i'm good right now you know yeah but uh with but you know not i, I try not to harp on that stuff too much lately just because it's like everybody's sick of hearing about it yeah but mm-hmm. at the same time it's like you know, they got the John Hopkins report coming out saying, yeah, the lockdown was pretty much 0.2 percent effective. Like. You killed 85 percent of small businesses in this country for a 0.2 percent increase in your health survival rates. Solid move. Yeah. Good, 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 good job, politics yep. people. That's yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, not, not to get that. Like I said, that uh, thing, it's getting kind of late and I don't need to go off on a 45 minute tear (laughs) like, yeah, no, no, go ahead and you you go ahead and go. You got shit to do. I'm not done yet. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, because that really, and the funny thing is I do have a couple people that like really hardcore drank the Kool-Aid that I'm, that I talk to on a fairly regular basis (laughs) and I'm like. Yeah, I, I I am jabbed. Thank you very much. Um, why did why is my opinion on the matter less valid than yours somehow? Right. You, you you've 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 had you've had COVID twice since this whole shit started, and you're concerned about my health results. Right. <laughs> Get fucked. Yep. Yeah. And ironically enough, this is people who are giving me shit about like. Well, how come you're saying you don't want to wear your mask? Because it's unfucking comfortable and it itches with my beard. That's why I don't want to wear my mask. I'm like, you're the kind of person that wears a mask while you're in the car by yourself. You fucking deserve to get COVID. That's (laughs) And I'm sorry, that's another one of those, like, are you fucking kidding? Really? (laughs) You're, You're in the car. You have no passengers. You're not a fucking Uber driver. It should be a fairly, not necessarily clean or sterile environment, but it should at least be your own shit in there. Right, So you know, just take it, take it off. I mean, when I, when I see people driving down the highway, again, back to the commuting thing. When I'm driving to work and I see some asshole doing 60 with a mask on, and I know he's not getting proper airflow, so his blood oxygen level might be tapering off a little bit. I try and get the fuck away from this clown because, A, he's obviously an idiot. <laughs> B, who knows, he might gray out for a couple seconds and sideswipe me, and I really don't feel like spending the day filling out paperwork. I got full coverage. The car will get fixed, but I don't have the time to be dealing with these assholes. And then usually what I'll do is I'll actually slow down and let them pass me just so I can check and make sure they don't have a, like my kid is an honor student at X, Y, and Z, just because I hope they didn't breed. Like, I swear (laughs) to God, if you're that fucking dumb, you should not be. I mean, idiocracy is going to happen. It's, it's, it, it, I used to think it was a great movie. Now I'm afraid it's becoming a fucking documentary. And it's like, (laughs) because, Dumb people apparently don't understand like rubber's work. I'm not going to tell you not to go out and have sex because sex is fantastic. Yay, go sex. But <laughs> I mean, if you're fucking stupid, just do, do the rest of us a favor. You know, it's not hard. You tear the top like it's a bag of chips. You roll it down on your junk. And or if you, if you can't figure that out like this this is one of my favorite dad stories i mean it's completely off topic I, not not to steal your thing but one of my <laughs> one of my favorite things about my kid is when we were having the talk with him when he was uh, a teenager and my, he obviously did not want to have the conversation and am saying something to my wife and my wife says look well, I just want you to be careful don't just don't you know you don't want to have to you know, having a kid young sucks. Trust us. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't say that. She didn't want to, you know, like her to traumatize him or anything like that. But she's yeah. like, you know, we want you to have the best opportunities. We want you to be smart about things. And he goes, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Only do them in the butt. And, <laughs> and my wife's jaw like hit her chest. What did you say? And I'm trying not to laugh. I'm like, <clears throat> like yeah, you can't get, can't get them pregnant if you do it in their ass. And while well, she's like, you know, yep. hit so hard. She paused like, Ugh. and he takes that opportunity to right out the fucking door. And I'm trying not to laugh because I know if I, if I laugh, I'm fucked. I'm a dead man. You're a guilty party. And, and I, I snorted. That's all I did. And she looks at me. And says, he got that from you. <laughs> like, yep. Like, probably. Yeah. I, just, I couldn't even argue with it. I'm like, he might've got it from my brother. <laughs> Sounds like something uncle Matt would say. And uh yeah, that but that that was a lovely parenting moment there. It's like oh was I'm good fucked. Story. Thanks, kid, I'm fucked. <laughs> um but that being, I know we're coming up on uh our time here. So you wanna do a quick like tell everybody where to find it, do the plug thing or yeah, sure.
1: Uh so once again I'm Jordan, aka the gnome from the dads on Dayquil podcast. It's two L's in there. Gotta get that copyright infringement and stay on the clean path. <laughs> Uh, You can find us anywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, Good Pods, wherever you get podcasts, you'll find the Dads on Dayquil podcast. We are, it's myself, Josh, the Dome, AJ, the Stoned. We're three dads. Uh, We usually kick off with some bullshit. We kick off with some dad stories, and then we dive into the fun and the dirty and the inappropriate. We are not a dad podcast, although we do talk about being a dad. It's not dad centric. It is about three dads who want to spend time with each other, have some good laughs, some inappropriate laughs, lots of inappropriate laughs, actually lots of F-bombs. You'll hear the word cunt here and there. Um, so it's not what you're expecting. If you're looking for a dad podcast, we can direct you to some other places. But if you're looking for a good time and to forget about all the real world bullshit that you don't want to have to deal with and you're, you know, stupid Phyllis next to you going 55 while you're, you know, trying to pass her
0: come check out the dad's on Daquil podcast it's a good time excellent awesome well thanks for coming man and uh thanks for having me oh at any time you guys open open invite brother it's always always going to be fun i think i would at love at actually
1: your idea <laughs> i i would love to get the three of us on here all together on your podcast i
0: think it could be a really really fun riot to hear <laughs> yeah, that. i i i agree i i think it i think it could be good i I think we'd have to sell it to the other guys too hard. No, I don't think so. It's just a matter of, uh, well, just AJ's scheduling. pretty open and easy. It's it's just getting a uh, dome to pay attention to dates and times. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's he's he's got a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> but, too much. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. yeah, so I guess for now, that's what we had to say.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at Bankofamerica.com
0: slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSE. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow. Give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms that I had to say at podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, podcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about, There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.